Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, he's done it. We didn't think he could do it, but he's landed the big one. <laughs> Matt Rogers in his new role here at Sports Day. <laughs> He gave me a hard time. He we, said to us on WhatsApp, Sats, we that... We put some pressure on him. He goes, I'm going to get Russell Crowe on the show. We're going, oh, BS. It's not going to happen. But we've got the great man himself, the Academy Award winner, the rock star himself, and, of course, one of the owners of the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Russell. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. I'm actually calling to talk to Scotty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I definitely, I definitely yeah. use Scotty Sattler's name to... Uh, I didn't want to, to break, Lua, I didn't to want to break that news to you. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, Russ, we're going to talk about a number of things um, yeah, in the short amount of time that we can get you. And thank you very much for coming on the show. It's really appreciated. And we're going to talk about the bunnies and My all those pleasure. sorts of things as well. But what you're probably most excited about at the moment outside of the bunnies is getting back to regional locations and doing an upcoming tour, like a pub scene. This, this must be exciting for you. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's in the DNA, mate. It's in the blood. You know, that's where I come out of. I came, you know, I started my live performance career in pubs and clubs. And, and then from, from, you know, working with bands, I went into stage musicals and very oddly, you know, it just happened to be there was a film director in the theatre one night when I was doing a musical called Blood Brothers and he asked me to do a film audition. So, you know, I, I worked as an actor from the time I was from the time I was six, you know, doing little bits of TV, but mainly theatre, maybe mainly live stuff and then into rock and roll and everything. I didn't get my first audition for a feature film until I was 25 years old. Wow. Wow. I, now, some so great music is, you know, music is just part of what I, what I do. And I haven't toured in Australia or done any shows in Australia apart from a couple of warm-ups last January since 2014. Wow. So it's been a long time between drinks. But in between time, I've done shows in New York and L.A. and London, Leeds, Dublin, Stockholm, Reykjavik, you know, all, all around the world. But it's time to do some at home again. You know? Some great drinking locations. Well, it's it's very yeah. different to uh, Coffs Harbour, New York, I guess. But still, it's, it's great to get back to those regional locations. They've, I mean, you must have... Um, uh, you've lived such a large life, Russell, like in the spotlight, like to get back to those regional locations must be refreshing. Yeah, well, it's very simple, man. You know, you go out on a stage, the lights come up, and it's my job to blow the cobwebs out and give people a good time, you know? Absolutely. And there's a sort of a visceral thing about playing a live show. You know, a, a lot of actors, when they you know, go through a cycle or whatever, they like to go back to the theatre and do a season of theatre, but my theatre is rock and roll and when it's so immediate and you have that direct connection with the audience and you know it's um i mean it's going to be a lot of work <laughs> it's going to, definitely going to be a lot of work yeah. uh, but it's going to be fun too you know different buzz nothing beats a live show is there a different buzz when you're on stage with your music compared to your movies yeah well of course because you know when you're making a film most of it you're doing completely in the shadows you know i mean it's just you and the film crew and even when the movie comes out, you don't necessarily get to share that film with an audience. So it's a very different type of performance in that respect, you know, and that's where the rock and roll energy, that live performance energy, that's where it, why it's so important. Rusty, I want to ask you when you, when you're 
acting. I play with a lot of different players and, and some players, the minute they rock up to the ground, they are game on. Like game face on, like Marty Lang. He'd rock up three hours before the game. He'd be strapped ready to go an hour and a half before the game and you couldn't talk to him. Whereas on the other hand, yeah. you had a guy like Les Davidson. Now, old South legend, one of the toughest men to ever play. The most gentlest, kindest human being. But the minute he stepped on a football field, he was terrifying. Like even for his own teammates. Um, when you're acting, do you have to go into a role and, and, and be in that character before you get in front of the camera? Or is it something that you've learned over time you can switch on as soon as they say action? Yeah, look, when, you, when you're a younger fella and you're sort of like reaching for what the job is and sort of, you know, I mean, I, I still don't really know why people hire me necessarily. You know, I do my best. <laughs> Got a but, fair idea. But I don't really like what I do, you know. And so that's that's all good, you know. Um but yeah, look, there's always there's different types of actors too. They're all the same kind of thing that you're talking about, you know. People that like to keep it light and what have you, and other people that need to sort of, you know, boil, you know, wind, wind themselves up. But you know, for me, I work between action and cut, and I need to be able to, you know, have a, a objective viewpoint of everything that I'm doing. Otherwise, I can't improve it, you know. And I need to be able to have a clear relationship with the cameraman, with the director, you know, with other people on the set. So. You know, I don't go into some kind of funky place where you're disconnected from what you're doing. I understand the job's called acting and, it, you know, it works between action and cut. That's it, you know. So um, that doesn't mean you don't do your preparation. That doesn't mean you don't fill yourself full of the knowledge of, of what you're doing. Yes, you do. There's physical skills to, to learn. Then you go and claim those, you know. But to be the best contributor on the day, you need to be in communication because that's really what the job is all about. There's two rules in film, detail and collaboration, and they're very, very important. So you have to be aware of other people if you're going to be a collaborator, you know? Yeah, it's great. Now, now 2023, it's the Chinese year of the rabbit. The rabbits have been in the news big time. I'm, I'm surrounded by South Sydney tragics at the moment in the studio <laughs> and obviously talking to one on the phone here. Now, you must be liking what you're seeing at present with the bunnies. Jeez, they're looking pretty they're – lo- they're looking strong. Look, they're coming along very, very well. You know, they're um, working together really well and working for each other really well. Um, but, you know, we're at the beginning of the season and you've got to be – consistent over a long period of time in the NRL, you know? So uh, we've had a torrid first nine rounds. We've yep. played some really big teams, and we don't get much of a relief with the schedule uh, mm. that we have this year. Uh, this week we have Melbourne. Yep. Um, I think we currently have the worst record in the history of the NRL, one team versus another, South versus Melbourne. Something like 30 eight games or something, 32 losses and six wins. So we always treat Melbourne with utmost uh, seriousness. Yeah, so we'll see how we go this week. Mm. Of course, the passing of John Sattler uh, about a month or so ago. Uh, Rusty, you must have been pretty proud of how the Rabbitohs handled the passing of John Sattler and that jersey. Uh, I believe you had a hand in designing that as well, the, the memorial jersey? So firstly, Johnny, my condolences, obviously, you know, um, and, uh, you know, uh, Scotty, reaching out to your family, you know, the way the club did and the way your family connected to the club, um, I hope that you were, um, you know, pleased and uh, maybe even a little surprised at the depth of love that was held for your dad because he was a great fellow, man, you know. 
Uh, I told this story a couple of times in that in that period, you know, uh, and I'm sure you've, you'd you know this experience. I would call your dad, and the first thing you would do is, Russell, let me sing you a song. And he'd burst into the song, and we'd, we'd have a good chat. And I really enjoyed the times uh, speaking with him. Um, the honouring of him by wearing that jersey, I can proudly tell you, I did not have a hand in that design. There you go. Uh, but it is absolutely something that I would have done. But here's what's cool about South Sydney now. We know who we are. Our administration knows who we are. The moment we heard that sad news, the idea of playing in that jersey, because we've used that symbol before with our merchandise, you know, that indicates John Sattler. We've used the line, I play to win, everybody knows that, a number of times in the past before, um, which is a, a line your dad said, Scott, you know. So what's very pleasing about that situation is the entire club geared up to honour a great man and... Uh, I didn't have to tell them anything. They know our history. Yeah. Our club knows what you know makes us South Sydney, what makes us proud. And uh, that turnaround was done within six or seven days. Yeah. And they got that jersey on the players, and the players were so proud to wear it. That's yeah, great. and you played a huge role in that since taking over, ensuring they know the history of all the players. And uh, thank you for that also, Russ. And to see in the dressing sheds that Manly game was, was great as well. And I've got to say... The whole experience with South Sydney made it very therapeutic for the family. Yeah, it was outstanding. We got we got to the other side really quickly. So I really want to thank you and the club yeah, great for that job. also. Yeah. Yeah, and as a South supporter, proud job, as pleasure. absolutely proud as uh, Russell. Hey, on that, I ran into George Burgess at your old man's wake sats, yeah. and I said, "Oh, how's life going?" Blah what blah 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 blah. Girls, yeah. my daughter's got a photo with him, Russell, and he, I said, "What are you doing?" He goes, oh, "I'm acting." He goes, "Oh God." Russell Crowe's smashing me. <laughs> uh, you're his mentor, is that right? Where's, where's acting. he? Where's is he going into acting? He, Big he George. It, yeah, he is. Oh, and, wow, yeah, cool. And he's hoping to get a bit of a role in a, in a Russell Crowe movie <laughs> later this year. Are you smashing him, Russell? What's going on? Well, it's very easy, <laughs> you know, and you, you will have experienced this before, right, as players, right? You know, you're standing there, you're having a chat, you've got your storied careers, you know how many scars you bear and the miles you've had to go. And some bloke next to you in the pub goes, yeah, I was a footy player when I was 12. <laughs> you know? yep. And they start telling you about their glory days. You know, and when, and when you look in the mirror and your head's like this carved up melon from so many tackles, you know, and you're looking at that bloke going, our experiences are slightly different, son. You know, and uh, my my attitude with George is the same thing. If you're really serious about this, then you have to understand that this is a profession that requires focus and concentration, a lot of knowledge, a lot of learning, and you have to change your mindset. You know, you guys get the benefit, you know, if, you, if there's a one-on-one -on -one challenge team to team or whatever, you get the actual benefit of being able to go on a field and prove your point, yeah. you know? Acting is judged in a completely different way. You know what I mean? It's not one person versus the other one. There's no actual competition. It's, it's purely in the imagination of the viewer, you know? So it, it's very different. And it's, it's not, yes, you've got to be competitive. But, you know, if you bring a hard edge to that competitiveness, you're just in the wrong building. You know? Mm. Because, you've, as I said before, you've got to stay open. You've got to be collaborative. You know, you've got to understand that when you're on a film set, you know, you, you might be the number one on the call sheet. Therefore, you know, you have some responsibility to all the actors because you're their boss, so to speak, in that department. You know, but you are there working for a director. 
and he in turn is working for producers. So everybody has, you know, there's a hierarchy in everything, but you're there to serve the director. doesn't matter what you think at the end of the day. If the director wants you to do something else, that's what you're doing, you know, and it's a different mindset. You have to, you know, so I've been talking to George about, about, you know, opening up his imagination about reading books, you know, there's an old cliche that, you know, uh, writers travel, but actors read. You know, yeah, yeah. the imagination is the most important tool that you have. So if you're reading, then you're constantly stimulating that and being able to, like, imagine other worlds. So I've talked to him about, you know, attending theater and, and uh, regularly do, doing voice classes. George has got a naturally beautiful singing voice, but there's, you know, there's a big difference between singing a verse or a chorus and actually sustaining um, pitch through an entire song, or not even one song, 20 songs to do a show. You know, so look, he's got an idea that he wants to, to do something. He's got a lot of uh, energy for it, motivation for it. And, um, you know, he thinks he loves it. But there's, you know, there'll be a process to go through for it to actually be serious. You know, we could dick around and get him, you know, just sort of silly jobs that play off the fact that he was an export player. Mm. But that's a short-term yeah. thought process. So if he's serious about it, then he's going to have to put the work in. <laughs> yeah, like anything, I guess. Russ, you, you're, you're, your world is is so large and it's full of critics, obviously. The movie world, you know, you do a movie, the critics come out. Rugby league has got to a point now where there is so much access via fans and, and so on, and you've got one of the superstars of our game, Latrell Mitchell. I'll tell you now, the three of us in here are all Latrell Mitchell fans. We're big fans of him. We love the way he carries himself. Have you had a chance to sit down with him and just help him through the, the polarisation of fans and, and what they can do and how we can handle that? Because it's he's a young man still, and he's, and he's, and he's right out there. And you know, sometimes I feel like he's really unfairly judged. Look, it's an ongoing process, man. You know, when you're hit with that sort of tidal wave that comes with fame, you know, and uh, every man and his dog's got an opinion, it's something that you have to learn to carry, you know. Um, and, you know, there's an old Oscar Wilde saying, which is, you know, that you want to see and treat your critics in the same way that you will treat people that praise you, you know. You, you need to sort of that stuff out of your mind because you're the person who knows the truth about your level of effort. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you need to just work um, the way that you want to work and present yourself, as you say, the way that you want to present yourself. You know, there's a lot of things that will come up in his life um, just because of who he is and, and, as you say, how he carries himself, you know, that... Um, you know, are going to be difficult for him to deal with. But he's maturing, you know, month by month, week by week. It's amazing to watch him, mm-hmm. you know, flower as, as a man. Yeah. And his engagement with the community oh, and the positivity mm-hmm. that he brings when he walks through a door, he really is a, a, a magical fellow, Latrell. Yep. And, yeah. um, you know, his, you know, experiences have exposed an underbelly in rugby league that we have to eradicate. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, the strength of our game is in its diversity. It's one of the things that I said when I first went to South Sydney. It's like, I want bloodlines from everywhere, man. 
You know, I want Pacific Island guys. I want PNG guys. I want Aboriginal fellows. I want Englishmen. You know, I want, you know, Aussies from, you know, New South Wales and Queensland. You know, it's that combination of bloodlines that gives you the, the greatest teams at the moment, you know. And, uh, you know, when you have such a cultural um, contribution to the game from Samoa, from Tonga, from all over the place, you know, that you've got to respect that, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you absolutely have to respect yeah, that. Absolutely. And, you know, if you remember back in the day, South was, was the first team. We put out a video about how to correctly pronounce our players' names. Yeah. Because we were so frustrated by the fact that they, you know, commentators or whatever would be so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And the play, it went through, you know, various players like, you know, they used to call him Roy Azatazi, for example. You know, it's Aswatasi, you know. Mm. So we had all the different players pronounce their names. We got down to former Kiwi player who said Smith, Jeremy Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, we Very nailed good. it. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I'll tell you, we, we, we witnessed Luttrell a few weeks ago at Suncorp after the Dolphins game. Yeah. He did all his interviews and he was the last person to leave the ground. There was a small pocket of fans. Oh, he understands the, community. He just walked over, yeah. hugged them, signed autographs. And mate, the stuff he does that's not on the TV screens no. – is, is massive yeah. and it's really yeah, good to absolutely. see. Russell, we, we've got to push your, your gigs here and let you go. Uh, May 9 and 10, Northern Byron Bay. Uh, how good is that for a pub, Great by pub the way? Northern, yeah. The yeah. Hoey Moey Coffs oh, Harbour. I spent plenty of time in the Hoey Moey <laughs> down there. Oh, it's iconic. Camp. <laughs> May 12 and 13. Uh, May 16 and 17 at the Glasshouse in Port Macquarie. Oh, fantastic. All our listeners through that Northern New South Wales area, get to these shows. Yeah, They'll be yeah, outstanding. Some tickets. And if he's as hot as he is, uh, was he was with Amy Shark on the weekends. Wow. Yeah. Incredible performance. How'd you get up on stage with Amy Shark, Russell? I reckon he just walked up there. <laughs> she asked me to, man. Oh, you know? cool. like, I mean, I've quite a few years, and there's been, there's been occasional um, situations where, you know, she wanted an, an intro or whatever. Like, I set it up for her to meet Ed Sheeran, and they ended up writing a song together. You know, and she knows that I love that song. And she just reached out through uh, her hubby, who's also her Shane. manager, Shane. Yeah. You know, and she sent me this list of grooving the moo shows and said, can you come to any of these and can we do a duet, you know? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. at the end, you know, I think she sent me like eight or ten, but I, I could only do two. I did Canberra and then I did uh, Sunshine Coast, you know. Oh, but, awesome. Yeah, what a buzz, man. You know, oh, yeah. fly cool. in, walk out, sing a song for 20,000 people, you know, <laughs> and go on. Oh, how good is that? Very cool. Rightio, Russell Crowe's Indoor Garden Party. You can get tickets at indoorgardenparty.com. That's indoorgardenparty.com. Russell, we appreciate your, your precious time this morning. We didn't even get to talk about your, your love of cricket and cricket memorabilia. Oh, You've got to go feed the cows now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, and the chickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Russell. Appreciate your time. Yeah, it's a big day ahead of me. <laughs> Thank you very much, boys. Have a great day. Oh,